Welcome to another exciting week here on Brit David Podcast. As Pastor Tim brings us a message entitled today, A Growing Faith, from Luke chapter 17, verses 5 through 10. You may have heard someone say to you, if you just had enough faith, then you wouldn't be in the situation you are in. Jesus spoils that advice in Luke chapter 17, when the disciples ask him to increase their faith. It's not the size of your faith that makes the difference. It's the object of your faith, and he will make all the difference in the world. Here's Pastor Tim. Amen. Have a seat. I'm glad that you're here today. Um, We are working our way verse by verse through the Gospel of Luke, and we find ourselves today in Luke chapter 17. If you have your Bible, go ahead and take it. Turn with me there, Luke chapter number 17, as we find ourselves today beginning in verse number 5. You know, what an incredible time that we had today in Sunday school. Such a good, um, just a good time to gather around God's Word. If you're not a part of Sunday school, then you certainly ought to be. There is a good place for you there. You begin to build some good friendships. In Sunday school, you begin to see how your prayers are, are, are worked out in, in God's perspective. So I want to I begin today by saying this. Two years ago, Chris West was diagnosed with esophageal cancer. And uh, we began to pray for him. It's been a long journey in two years. And uh, this week was declared cancer-free. Isn't that good? I'm so thankful for him and for his family and so thankful for his faith, you know? Hearing, hearing things like that and going through the things that he's been through sure is easy to give up on what God might be doing and what you feel like God might want to do. And yet he didn't. I'm sure he had those opportunities where he could have. Maybe times where he struggled, but at the same time, God saw him all the way through that. If God can answer that prayer, he can answer any prayer. If God can do that for Chris, then God can do that for you. And maybe it becomes an issue, even for you, an issue of faith. Well, then good news, you're in the right spot today. Luke chapter number 17 and verse number 5 begins with a word from the apostles. Notice what the Bible says. And the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. Increase our faith. How is it that you and I can have a growing faith? That's what we need, isn't it? We need a faith that genuinely grows even in the midst of very difficult circumstances. A growing faith. Lord, increase our faith. There's a couple of things I want you to see out of this passage today. And the first one begins right there in verse number 5. I want you to see that the apostles' request was urgent. The apostles' request is urgent. I mean, their, 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 their request is easy to see, increase our faith. That's what we're asking God to do for us. But it is for them an urgent request. One that comes in a timely manner, as we're going to see in just a moment. 
but one that for you may be a very timely event. Lord, I need you to increase my faith. It reminds me of a couple of things. It reminds me, first of all, that I don't increase my own faith. You know, I don't just believe harder. I was telling somebody last week, when I was a kid, I, I woke up one morning and my eyes had matted shut. Has that ever happened to you? My eyes were matted shut. I, I was a little kid. I thought I was blind. <laughs> That's when I started yelling out, Dad, I'm blind. I'm blind. I can't see, you know. So my dad, being the merciful person that he is, you know, I get it, I get it naturally. Uh, he came into me and he looked at me and he said, Would you just open your eyes harder? <laughs> Sometimes that becomes our answer too. Just, just believe harder. You ever had somebody tell you that? Sometimes well-meaning Christians will tell you that. You're going through a difficult time? You're not sure? You should just believe harder. You're in a difficult mess, a circumstance that, that you can't unwind. Well, maybe you just need more faith. Well, you're not going to get that just simply on your own. So maybe your request today becomes as urgent as it is for these apostles. Lord, increase our faith. Their request alone tells me two things about these apostles. By the way, it does take note and says these are the apostles, right? This is not just the disciples. It's not just those that have gathered themselves to Jesus and want to learn from Him. These are those 12 men that have gathered Jesus to themselves to say, Lord, we need you to increase our faith. Oh my goodness, if the, if the apostles need Jesus to increase their faith, I think I need Jesus to increase my faith too. And maybe it's for their same reason. There's a couple of things I noticed from that. Number one, you, like they, may have seasons of struggle. Maybe that's the reason for their request. They're going through a season of struggle. Are you going through that? Somebody said it and probably said it very well. You're either in a storm, you're coming out of a storm, or you're headed into a storm. Thank you. I'll be here to encourage you all week long. You know, but it's just simply the truth, isn't it? We have struggles. We have trials, we have storms that we need to get through. And we need faith to be able to navigate those waters that are so very difficult for us to do. So in those seasons of struggle, maybe I'm saying to the Lord, Lord, increase my faith. Think about this. We're going verse by verse, right? So where were we last week? We were there with those, those apostles having Jesus deal with this issue of forgiveness. And Jesus told them, if somebody comes to you seven times in a day and repents of what they have done against you, then you have to forgive them. Now, we made notice last week of the fact that Jesus said seven times because in the Jewish belief, it was seven times in a year. If somebody came to you seven times in a year and they, they repented of the same thing, then you could forgive them about seven times. But number eight, they're out. You know? I mean, not that I'm keeping count or anything, but there are probably notches somewhere. Right? I'm not going to put down that next little notch. Sorry, too much. But Jesus says to them, if they come seven times in a day... 
and they ask you, then you need to forgive them. I don't know where you are. Maybe, maybe you're farther along your Christian walk than I am. But if that's something that Jesus calls on me to do, which he does, by the way, if Jesus calls on me to do that, I can't do that by myself. I can't do that in my own strength. I'm certainly not going to do that by my own nature. No, I'm going to hold on to that for a while. I'm going to, I'm going to chew on that issue for a long, long time. I'm probably not ever going to look at the person exactly the same way as I did before the offense occurred. Yet he commands me to forgive them. In fact, to forgive them in the same way that he has forgiven me. It takes faith, doesn't it? What you face in life demands faith. It demands trust in the one who can do anything. The one who is omnipotent, the one who is omniscient, the one who is omnipresent, I need him. So maybe the request comes because they have seasons of struggle just like you do. But let me show you something else in this. Number two, you can know the source of strength. You can know the source of strength. Now, the good news about these apostles is this. When they discovered that they got a problem, and, and let's just limit it to that. Jesus just said, we've got to forgive these people that we don't want to forgive. Right? You know what they don't do? They don't turn on Oprah, that's for sure. They don't, they don't watch Dr. Phil. They don't, they don't go to a self-help book. They don't go to their friends. They don't go to their mama and try to figure out what's the best course of action. What are they supposed to do? Can somebody please help them? What do they do? They go to the Lord. Lord, increase our faith. Lord, increase our faith. They are yielded to Him as He is the Lord and the Master and the boss over their life. So whatever Jesus tells them to do in order to forgive people seven times in a day, they're going to do it. Lord, increase our faith. This matter of lordship is not a small issue. He is the Lord. One of these days, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is the Lord to the glory of the Father. Here's the good news. You don't have to wait till then. You can bow your knee. You can confess with your mouth that He is not only the Lord, He is your Lord. Lord, You are mine. Whatever You tell me to do, I will do it. In a season of struggle, there may not be a more important prayer for you to pray. God, whatever you tell me to do in the midst of this, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do what I think is right. I'm not going to follow my agenda. I'm not going to follow the world. I want to follow you. So Lord, increase my faith. The apostles request is urgent. And it's important, isn't it? But I want you to see a second thing in this passage. The Almighty God's reply is uplifting. 
It's uplifting. He, he, he doesn't just come and say, look, you know, Lord, increase my faith. Well, it's no, sorry. I don't, ha- I don't have any more to give you. Or no, Tim, sorry, your heart's too small. No, Tim, sorry, you just, you're not farther, you're not far enough along yet. Instead, he provides them with answers that is both comforting and encouraging and an answer to show them that he is indeed the answer that they themselves are looking for. Now, to discover what the answer is, sometimes you've got to go through a bunch of what the answer ain't. Right? That's, I mean, that's, no, that's not good English, but that's just the truth. You go through what it ain't before you find out what it is. All right? So let me tell you some of these things. Some of, some of the presuppositions that we have about faith. And Jesus just knocks them out. Like this one. A gigantic faith is not the answer. When they say, Lord, increase our faith. We want a gigantic faith. We want a humongous faith. We want a mountain-sized faith. It's not the answer. It's not what he's looking for. In fact, look at what he says in verse number 6. So the Lord said, If you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Mustard seed, the size of a mustard seed is about the size of the, of the dot on top of the eye that's in your bulletin today. It's about that size. Jesus said, if you've got faith like a mustard seed, I mean, you could tell this tree, get up and go. Now, the reason why he picks out the mulberry tree that's here is because the mulberry tree was thought to have such roots that were so strong and went so deep that some of those trees lived 600 years. They're going to stay planted for 600 years. Do you have anything that deep-rooted in your life? Any issue, any problem that seems like it's going to last for the next 600 years and there's not anything that you can do about that? Jesus said if you had faith, like a mustard seed, even deep-rooted things are not a problem. Because here's the issue. Let me go ahead and bottom line this for you. Size is not the issue when it comes to faith. The object of your faith is the issue. It's not how much you believe. It's in whom you believe. That's why Paul writes, he says, For I am persuaded that in whom I have believed that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. I am persuaded That it is in Him. It's not Paul's persuasion as much as it is Jesus' power. But he has faith. He has trust. He is persuaded that Jesus' power is both real and that it is enough. It's not about a gigantic faith. 
It's about who your faith is in. If it's in Christ, you're in the right spot. If it's in you, or or if it's in just things just kind of happen to work out, or if it's in time, or if it's in other people, or if it's in strategies, it's probably not going to work out quite as well as you hope. Lord, increase our faith. I'm telling you, if you had faith as a mustard seed, you'd tell the mulberry tree to get up and go and it'd split. There's something else I want you to see in verse number 6. Another ain't, if you will. Okay, A gigantic faith is not the answer. But generating faith, that's not the answer either. Generating faith, I mean, trying to compel it from within. That almost as if, if you just had enough faith, it could just kind of bubble over. Right? Look back a little bit closer there in verse number 6. When we talk about the mustard seed, we always talk about the size, just like we just did. But did you notice that Jesus didn't really say in this verse... If you had faith the size of a mustard seed? What does he say? He says, if you had faith as a mustard seed. A mustard seed really is not any different than any other seed. You take the seed, you plant it in the ground, the seed dies, the seed germinates, the, the new life bursts forth from the hole and begins to make its way all the way to the light. And suddenly, no, not, probably not suddenly, but anyway, after, after a period of time, there, there is growth. There's a tree that's there, maybe. Right? The mustard tree could grow to the size that thousands of birds could make their nest in a mustard tree and be completely hidden the entire time. Mustard tree is an amazing tree that really, I mean, we think about, I think about the greens at the grocery store, right? That's not what he's talking about. If you had a faith that not germinates because it's yours, but germinates because it is His. It is His faith working in you, in your life. And you believe and you trust and you allow Him to live His life through you. Now that faith that maybe at one time was just a little, just a little baby seed has burst open and is beginning to grow. You remember when you were in elementary school and they made you take that little butter bean, wrap it up in a, in a wet napkin and put it in a clear cup? You know, suddenly you see that thing beginning to come forth. Even if the, even if the little butter bean bursts from the bottom, I said that fast three times, you know, the, the new life, even if it starts out at the bottom, is going to make its way to the top, right? It's exciting to see. It's exciting when that when that that little leaf first forms. When you first see God do something that you believed him for. 
You trusted Him. You knew there was no way that you could get through a family issue, a work issue, a school issue, whatever, whatever it is, you fill in the blank. And God came through. What happened to your faith? <laughs> Has a growth spurt, doesn't it? It begins to grow. When you trust Him and you put your faith into action and He responds, your faith will generate and you don't have to make that happen. Join us tomorrow as Pastor Tim continues his message from Luke chapter 17, verses 5 through 10. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at BritDavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Brit David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.